Bookslap is a joint production by Short Lane Studios and Oddly Shaped Arts. This podcast was recorded in front of a live studio audience, except the studio is a cafe, and the audience is just the cafe's customers, who had no idea we were recording a podcast. Don't forget the swears ahead, so if you don't like the swears, please can you funk off. And some meth. (laughs) Some meth? I can't hear you very well. Do we need to turn this off? I'll just turn it off. Oh, here we go. I've got, got volumes. Oh, that's better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can hear you now. You, you, do, you do a talk. I'm going to do a talk. Oh, that's brilliant. We've, talk. We've got some talks going on. So, this is... Oh, we've got, got some interference. I've got my phone. Got my phone. Oh, you bloody hell. If we were in a hospital, now, somebody's heart would have exploded. Well, that's good you're in a hospital, then, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> have you started? We have started. We have started. So this is episode six, is it? The book slap. Jeremy Corbyn's a cunt. Is he? What's he done now? Remainers condemn Jeremy Corbyn who is pledged to push on with Brexit. Right. I was just reading that off the news, that wasn't me remembering something really badly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he said, he said he was going to do that all along then. But he should give us a vote, a second vote. Like, everybody, 53% of people want a second referendum. So he should give it us the best. But- I think that's what's going to happen anyway, eventually. Yeah, but it needs to happen before March, doesn't it? Not necessarily. Well, that's, that's when we leave. We leave the EU. But we can, we can always revoke Article 50. Yeah, but we, we, would, we would have already left. We should leave and then ask if we can go back. Or we can just revoke Article 50 now and not leave yeah, and but go back to normal. We can't do it now though, can we? Because they've all gone on holidays. Lazy bastards. Yeah, they do. Ridiculous, mate. If we... you were in power, if a queen came to you today and says, right, come, you yeah. are the government. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's All the first, of it. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the first thing you would do um, after choosing a party of members? I'd sort out homelessness first. Yeah. I'd get people off the streets. Make sure, like, the genuinely homeless people have got places to live. Mm. And just people who are beggars that just go on the streets and pretend to be homeless. 
because there are a lot of there are a lot of people. There that was do one. There was a guy f who lived in London. No, he lived outside of London in yeah. a, a very big house. I think it was a five-bedroom house. Really. And he begged on the streets and got. He went to like a specific street where bankers were. Wow. He got three hundred pound a day. That's ridiculous, there, isn't it? Mm. And every night he'd go to his family in his massive house. Jesus. I thought it was a good business plan. <laughs> did he? Did he like? Did he make himself look rough? Yeah. That, did that's, he? That's, that's part of the job. See <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> uniform. <laughs> that's dead bad. That is. Yeah. I don't like that at all. That's really. No, I can't get with that. But it, it makes you think. Why? Yeah. Why haven't the homeless people thought of doing that? Good. You know, it's all about location. Because I don't think, like, homeless people don't necessarily beg, do they? Homeless people just sometimes, they're just on the street, having a sleep. I think that's what he might have been doing. Was he? Not, like, actively going to spare some change? He, I think they all do that. I think? Mm. Yeah, but that's what I'd do, I'd sort homelessness out first. Yeah. And then I'd make, I'd make begging a crime. Yeah. So you couldn't do it. What if, you, what if someone's begging to get their girlfriend back? Busking? <laughs> yeah, you can do that, you can do that. As long as there's no money involved. Like, busking's fine. Because you need a licence for that now, anyway. I think, like, what we could do is we could, we could get a big stockpile of acoustic guitars and say, you're not begging no more, lads. If you want to stay on the street and earn some money, you're going to have to entertain people. <laughs> so here's a guitar. <laughs> get, get yourself busking, lads. Yeah, I'd sort that out first. Mm. And I'd sort the food bank thing out first as well. I'd make sure nobody needed food banks. Yeah. I'd, I'd increase... Um, I'd go from having a minimum wage to having a living wage. Universal credit. Um, that's what that's sort of yeah yeah I'd do that so that people 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 started living a bit more I can't think of the word I've got chocolate in my mouth <laughs> it made your brain not work <laughs> yeah my brain focuses its all attention on the chocolate it goes it goes whenever I eat chocolate it goes chocolate 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 Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm having sex, it goes, sex, 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 sex. <laughs> and when I'm having a poo, it goes, poo, 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 poo. <laughs> it goes, poo, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, today on Bookslap, ladies and gently folks, uh, we've got, I thought we'd do something different again. We did something different last time, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did books that with no books. We've got books this time. Yeah. We did the Wired anniversary special, didn't we? Uh, the last one, the magazine. Oh, yeah. We did that. With, with the uh, special in interviews. With the interviews with Stephen Hawklings. But not DeGrasse, DeGrasse Tyson. We, we left him, he, he we left him out. He's in, he's in jail. He was. I think he still is. Is he actually in jail? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, in, he's in metaphoric jail. 
He's in, he's in the jail, he's in, he's in the doghouse, is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we didn't have Neil on, did we? But this week, we've got, I thought we'd do something different. We've got two fiction books this week. Yeah. I thought we could look at how we can maybe learn a few things from fiction. And I've got two, two short story books. Mm. I've got Asimov's Mysteries, Isaac Asimov. You say short story. They're, they're very short. And 253 pages. Yeah, but... but that's I've just seen Dirty Ball. <laughs> but that's, that's not a short story. No, that's not, that's not one story. Oh, oh there's many there's stories. Loads, there's loads of little tiny ones in. OK. Uh, and we've also got Philip K. Dick. Uh, we're going to look at Minority Report. Alright. Yeah, you remember the film Minority Report, don't you? Yeah, it's a good movie. That was the first Christmas present you ever bought me, that was, on DVD. Was it a DVD? I it stretched was. out to a DVD for you, did I? You did, a special edition DVD. It's got two two discs in it and it's oh, brilliant. Yeah. I still did, watch did, it. Did I watch it before I gave it you? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all do that then, don't we? I, I, I don't think I had a DVD player back then. No, I had my PlayStation 2, so I might have done. Yeah. Yeah. I probably did. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I brought... It is, it is Christmas week this week, isn't it? This isn't going to go out on Christmas week, but this is kind of a Christmas special. No, I'm at backlog. This will go out next Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this will be out next Christmas. Hmm. Christmas 2019. Hmm. But at the moment, it's 2018. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I always used to do that when, when I bought DVDs for people. I don't, I don't often buy DVDs or CDs now for people. But when I did, I used to watch them first. I just remembered I didn't watch it because I gave it you on the set. We went into town from college. Did we? And then when we got back, I gave it to you. Mm. And uh, one of the other lads I didn't buy anything for said, oh, you're giving that to him, are you? Who was that? Was it, oh, the, the long, was it the long head? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Fucking hell, <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> <laughs> was it, or was it? It is. Was it? Yeah. He was a right prat anyway, wasn't he? He was a dick. He yeah. was, wasn't he? Yeah, so if you're listening, can't remember your last name, so, but you know who you are. <laughs> you was prick. <laughs> Long blonde hair. I, th I think he did the same course two or three times, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. And he failed every time. Mm. Every single time. Yeah, we've got so we've got um, we've got Starlight by Isaac Asimov. We'll have a look at. Um, Isaac Asimov was the guy that wrote iRobot. You've yeah. seen iRobot, haven't you? Good movie. Yeah, that was the first film. That was the first time I ever saw Converse. The shoes Converse. No, it was. It was in in that film. I didn't know what Converse were until Will Smith because there's a scene in it where he gets some Converse delivered and he's jizzing all over it, he's going, oh, I love these Converse. <laughs> what, 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 I what, fucking love these Converse. What year did it come out? <laughs> uh, was it iRobot? Did we go see it? Yeah, we did, because I've still got the ticket. 
and it was I think in the we old did, didn't we? Yeah, we've got the ticket for it. Yeah, it would have been about 2003-04, wouldn't it? Something like that. I'm sure you wore Converse when I met you, 2002. No, I didn't. I used to wear skate shoes. I had a pair of DC skate shoes when I met you, but they weren't Converse. Mm. But that was the first time that I ever saw them, and, and I'm wearing Converse today. You I? had so many pairs of shoes in just the last two weeks. I know, yeah. <laughs> because really, I wanted a pair of Converse, but I didn't want to spend £65 on them. So I bought some cheaper ones, and then I saw some original ones that were on sale. So I thought, I'm having them. Well, this is your third pair in two weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The other, the other two, the previous pairs were just cheap muck. <laughs> they were cheap muck. Although they do make good slippers, though. They make good slippers for around the house, so... I wear all four of them at the same time. <laughs> you walk around like a dog, two on your hands. <laughs> yeah, two on my hands, two on my feet, one on, one on my balls. <laughs> See, I, 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 when I get rid of old shoes, I just keep the laces in case I need them. When you shut the old ones like on a fire, they last for ages. Burn, Do you? They burn yeah. for hours. Yeah. Good fuel. Yeah. That's for the environment. <laughs> yeah. Not great, mate. Not great. But I make up for it by not having a car. Yeah, yeah. Like some prats have two. Yeah, some prats have got two. And I bet those two that he's got, this isn't, by the way, <laughs> it's another. <laughs> it's another <laughs> window. <laughs> like, I bet his, both of those cars that he's got are proper gas guzzlers as well. Yeah. I bet they're so inefficient when it comes. I bet, I bet he can fill the sports car one the sports car that he's got. I reckon he can fill that with, with petrol and it'll be gone by the end of the afternoon. He's got a heavy foot as well. Has he? Mm. Heavy foot. Heavy foot. <laughs> you know who you are. Is it a club foot? <laughs> it's a club foot. You've got a club foot. <laughs> you silly belly. Um, yeah. So, Isaac Asimov. Uh, iRobot. We liked that film, didn't we? Yeah. We liked Will Smith in that film. Yeah. Minority Report. We liked Todd Bruce, didn't we? Todd Bruce <laughs> in that film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Steve, he did that with Stevie Spiel, Spielberg, Spielbergs, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's a Stevie Spielbergs film. That one is, mate. We got. No, don't do that. Don't do that. He's messing around now. Messing around with clips. So you just put it back right next to me. Yeah. Um, Uzi was in that as well, wasn't he? Colin Farrell. He hasn't been in much lately, has he? I haven't seen him in very many things. Oh, the Irish guy. Yeah, the Irish guy. I was thinking of the other one, the one that's in the stupid Sherlock Holmes. Stupid Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. 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 Colin Farrell. Yeah. Wasn't he in Fantastic Beasts, the first one? Um, he was, and then he turned it? into Johnny Depp. Oh, did he turn into Johnny Depp? Yeah. So Johnny, like Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp's a bit of a mess now, though, isn't he? Have you seen him now nowadays? Uh, no. Because mm, he had that thing with his. Because he, he was. You know, we we went to see Aquaman last week, didn't we? Did. Good that was, movie. It was a good film, wasn't it? But you know the. The mermaid lady in that. 
You know the mermaid lady in that? Yeah. Uh, that's that's Johnny Depp's ex-wife, and she was a bit of a cow to him. Oh. Yeah. She was a bit of a cow to him. She tried to make out that he'd, he'd hit her. I think he had shoved her. Is that it. Amber Heard? Amber Heard, yeah. I didn't recognise her. Yeah, I think I think they had a, I think they had a bit of a thingy. They had a, a bit of an argument, and he shoved it. I think, and she made it made it out to be like that he'd, he'd been beating her up or something. And he hadn't, I don't think. No. You have to look at those cases <laughs> and see how it started. Yeah, you have to. Well, you have to know the. You have to know both sides of the story. And it ended with a hit. Yeah. But how did it start? Nag, well, nag, 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 nag. <laughs> no, I don't, no. I think it was an argument that they had and it got a bit physical and he just shoved it. I don't think it was like, I don't think it was like a tip punch or anything. <laughs> or anything like that. It was just not... A nipple twist. Yeah, because he's been, because you've got to think, like Johnny Depp's been married twice before that, because he was married to Winona Ryder as well, you know. Yeah. And they, like both of his ex-wives have both said, like he would never ever do anything like that. So I think it's, I think it's her, basically. Mm. I think she's been a bit of a cow to him. I like Johnny Depp. He's all right, isn't he? Yeah. I like him. He's good in most most films that he's in. Thought he was good in, in the Fantastic Beasts as well. Mm. I liked his hair. I liked his spiky hair and his little goatee beard. I like that. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So shall we? Shall we have a read of uh, Asimov's mysteries first? So it's called Starlight, and I'm going to read you just a little, a little excerpt. Not, not the whole thing. Okay. Give it to me. You're messing around. I'm trying to read to you here. I'm trying to read to you, and you're messing around. Bloody arsing about with clips, aren't you? For everybody, everybody at home listening, right? Tommy's sitting there with a clip that I use for my headphones, for keeping my headphone wires tidy, and he's trying to pinch my skin with it. And I've already got pinched skin on a very sensitive area of my body today, so I don't appreciate getting more pinched skin. Well, do you want me to put the clip on that <coughs> so it dies? I was, and then, I and then did falls think, off. I did think of that. Bend over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, I've, I have got a hemorrhoid today. I've got a little little hemorrhoid about the size of a pea, and it's quite painful. So uh, I don't I know how the fuck you got it on your back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> you just kept pushing it until it goes under the skin all the way up. Oh. Try and push it out your mouth. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Put the clip down now. Give it to me. Give me the clip. Give me the clip. Thank you. Bloody hell, it's like being at school. Right, so, here we go. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Thank I'm God for that, it's 250 pages. It is not. It's only, this, this particular one, Starlight, is only four pages long. So I'm just going to read, like, like a page. So, Trent frowned. Why didn't it fit the pattern? The pattern had to be there. Bren Mayer had showed him his long years of work. He couldn't have left out a star or recorded it in the wrong place. Surely stars were born and died and moved through space while in being, but these changes were slow, slow. In a million years, the patterns that Bren Mayer had recorded couldn't. 
A sudden panic clutched at Trent. No, it couldn't be. The chances for it were even smaller than jumping into a star's interior. He waited for the bright star to come into view again and with trembling hands brought it into telescopic focus. He put in all the magnification he could and around the bright speck of light was the telltale fog of turbulent gases caught as it were in mid-flight. It was a supernova. From dim obscurity the star had raised itself to bright luminosity perhaps only a month ago. It had graduated from a spectral class low enough to be ignored by the computer to one that would be most certainly taken into account. But the nova that existed in space didn't exist in the computer's memory store because Brenmeyer had not put it there. It had existed when Brenmeyer was collecting his data, at least not as a brightly luminous star. Don't count it, shrieked Trent. Ignore it. But he was shouting at an automatic machinery that would match the Nova-centred pattern against the galactic pattern and find it nowhere and continue, nevertheless, to match and match and match for as long as its energy supply held out. The air supply would run out much sooner. Trent's life would ebb away much sooner. Helplessly, Trent slumped in his chair, watching the mocking pattern of starlight and beginning the long and agonised wait for death. If only he had kept that knife. So the context of that little bit is basically the story's about um, two um, sort of like mining type of guys that are mining in space yeah. and they're collecting um, data, f uh, they're collecting energy from stars and then selling it on. Mm. So they're like, like a bit like sort of like fracking, but in the stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not fucking, fracking. <laughs> no. So they're, they're doing that, and this one of these guys has basically made a computer program that can detect the brightest star in the galaxy. Yeah. And they think they found it, and this guy's gone gone and tried to get it on his own he's tried to double cross his friend but it turns out that the the star was the brightest star and had the most energy but then it's gone supernova and now it's a supernova basically he's trapped in this machine that he can't get out of until the machine's finished collecting the energy but it never will finish collecting the energy does that okay. make sense yeah so he's going to die, basically. He's going to die in this That's why he wants his knife for to kill himself. Yeah, he wanted the knife so he could end his own life. Yeah. Silly sod. Yeah. Yeah. So what, 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 do, you, what do you think of that? What do you think about uh, technology? I think that's a good, a good riff on technology. Technology's good, isn't it? <laughs> well, it, it is. It is. But it's also very dangerous when you think about it. I mean... When, like, obviously, it's a double-edged sword in that particular story yeah. because obviously he's collecting that energy from that star to feed more technology, mm. you know, for, for other people. And he's trapped in this this machine that's never going to stop now, and it's going to kill him. Do you think that's a good an analogy for maybe what will happen in the future with technology? Do you think we'll get trapped by technology to the point where 
we can't live without it anymore and we end up getting killed by it? Uh, I think so. I think it's already starting to happen. Like, uh, you, you take technology away from people today, they won't know what to do. Especially like teenagers. And yeah. Kids. In terms of things like like iPhones yeah. and iPads, like if you took that, like because they are like, they're not even really used in the same way as we used computers when we were young, are they really? Mm. So when we, when we were young and we were using computers, like my first computer had Encyclopedia Britannica on it, mm. a CD-ROM, and it was like it was like so out of date. It was already like three years old. But I used all of that for my homework. There was no internet. We didn't have the internet then. No. And it's like these kids they're using it they're using it for entertainment, for the for you for the YouTubes and the the musics and the games. As well, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and their education, that's where they get their information from as well. So if you take that away, like they'd be pretty fucked, wouldn't yeah. they? You think? It, it begs the question, like, at what age do you think kids should have an iPhone, do you think? I don't know. Don't you think? Mm. I think 12, I think 12 is a responsible time to give. So you got time to, like, learn how to be Kids, yeah. So they can they can play in the street, go out and play in the street, play football, or the bad ones can go play on the motorway. <laughs> what do you think? Did your mum and dad ever tell you do that? No. Go play up the M6 <laughs> with the traffic. Like, thanks, mum. Thanks, mum. I'll just I'll just go, I'll just go get my head squares off <laughs> under a wheel. Thanks, mum. <laughs> yeah, te technology is a funny thing, isn't it? What? What do you think is the best technology that we've come up, come up with so far? Uh, like personally, or just like well, you can have you any. can have personally and any if you want. You can have two. I'll give you two. Okay. For myself. In your in your daily life. I'm always on my computer. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Because I do work on my talk to friends on my. Yeah. Watch stuff on that. Yeah, pornography. <laughs> we all do it. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. It's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. <sighs> I, I, I can sleep, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it would have to be the personal home computer for me. Pers I think. Personally, yeah. Personally home, personal computer. Mm. But but in general, like for everything, in anything. Yeah. Rockets. Maybe. Rockets? Yeah. Why rockets? Because it, it, it's going to expand humanity. We're going to go to different planets and things. Mm. So it, it's, as long as Russia and America don't nuke everybody, we'll expand across the solar system. Yeah, that wouldn't be the one I'd go for. I wouldn't go for rockets as my, as my big one. Like, my big one wouldn't be rockets. That's oh, what, what, strange what bigger can you get? Um, Stephen Hawking's wheelchair. <laughs> no, it wasn't, wasn't. No, that no. Put a rocket on that if you want. <laughs> That's probably what happened. He was probably dicking about. <laughs> probably at the ceiling. <laughs> Perhaps he was. He was going the Large Hadron Collider. And he said, "Can you send me an wrist, please?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that would be my choice, the LHC, because it's taught us so much 
about the universe, it's proved so many theoretical models correct that I think I don't think we can get much better than that in terms of instruments at the moment, mm. as as far as things go. In, t in terms of like personal, like um, like my favourite personal technology, I think it'd probably be the toilet. I think it's the toilet. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, if you didn't have a toilet, your life would literally be really shit. Like, you'd have to shit in a bucket. You'd probably have to go outside. If you think about, like, like even just, like, maybe, like, 70, 80 years ago, my nan or granddad had an outside toilet, and they didn't have an indoor toilet until, like something like 1980 or something hmm. you just have to go outside have a shit so I, th I think I think yeah I think uh, I think plumbing plumbing toilets and sewage 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 system I think that's I think that's made my life you know you know bearable because I couldn't start I couldn't like I'm squeamish I couldn't stand you know going going the toilet outside Imagine going for a piss in the middle of the night. You have to go outside first. Just do that with a window. Your dick would be all shriveled up. Just stand it? with a window and piss outside. <laughs> it would, though, wouldn't it? Like, you'd go outside, you know, it'd be freezing cold, your knob would shrivel up, and when, when, you, when your knob shriveled, it's always harder for have a wee, I think. You have a, you have a wee and you feel like you've still got more in there. Come out. Yeah, I wouldn't go outside to do a wee. For shit, yeah, but not a wee. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have put a pipe somewhere. A pipe? Yeah, like, in ups I would have put a hole in a wall. Yeah, but that'd still be just, freezing. I mean, just put a pipe at an angle and have, like, a lid on the top. <laughs> so you lift the lid up, do your, do your business, put a bucket of water down, and it goes out the side of a house. <laughs> <laughs> but then you got pit, like... After a while, you'd have a big yellow streak going down the house. <laughs> People would look at your house and go, what's that big yellow streak there? And you'd, you'd have to go, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot, that is. Are you sure it's not piss? <laughs> no, it's hot. I think that's piss, Mr. Mr. Tommy. <laughs> that's what you'd do. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose that'd work. That'd work and I, I, I would wait until there's, like... Kids underneath the pipe before I put water down there. <laughs> oh. Mm. oh, I don't know, poor pissy kids, eh? A shit shower. Yeah. Oh dear. So yeah, what, what about what, another thing that comes up in that story as well is uh, suicide as well, doesn't it? The idea of suicide. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm not sure I'd be brave enough to do it. Like even in that circumstance that Trent found himself in, yeah. where he's 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 definitely going to die. I mean, I suppose we're all in that situation anyway, because we're all going to die. We just don't know when. Mm. You know, in that situation, I'd probably just leave it. I don't know. I mean, you got like three days before you die anyway. Yeah. What would you What would you do to keep yourself occupied? I'd sleep. Use my imagination. Would you sleep and use your imagination? Dreaming. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? I think I'd take all off all my clothes and just sort of like have loads of wanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true, isn't it, that if you if you masturbate, if a man masturbates too much, and 
you can, you can send yourself into cardiac arrest. Have, you? have you heard about the news lately? No. The December challenge? No. What's this? <laughs> it's called Destroy Your Dick December. What? On the first day of December, you have one mic. On the first day of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> on the second day, you have two. Right. And so on. On the 13th day, you have 13. On the 31st day, you have 31. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> a guy was doing it and he had a heart attack after his 58th. Of no, course he I, did. I think it was a heart attack or something. He ended up in hospital. Yeah. And then he didn't want to give up the challenge, so he had his 59th and he died. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> oh, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. It's not worth it, is it? Like if, like if you were having sex with like a, an incredibly hot, sexy lady, you'd go for that 59, wouldn't you? <laughs> you'd go, I'm, I'm finishing the 59, I don't fucking care. But when it's just your fucking Aunt Chandy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck that off. It's not worth it. Yeah. Well, if it was 59, like, how many days in is that? Uh, Third day would be six. Fourth day would be seven. No, it'll be... It'd be 12, wouldn't it? Fourth day would be... So you just like, you just like doubling it every day? Fourth day would be 10. Yeah. Fifth day would be 15. Yeah. Who came up with that idea? That was some fucking idiot. Probably the same idiot that came up with the ice bucket challenge. See, see, doing that, like, you ruin wanking for yourself as well, because like, once you've done, once you've got to like, day seven or something, you're fed up of wanking. It's like there's no pleasure in it then. Mm. It's not not worth it, is it? It's no point. It's no point. I like having a wank once every couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a wank, I enjoy it, that's it. I, I don't need any more. That's it. I would never be able to uh, to keep uh, a, a wife happy. <laughs> I don't think. I just want to figure out how many days you did. Okay, you, let's, let's get a pencil out, eh? Don't know why I'm doing it like this. <laughs> that's three, that's six, ten, fifteen, twenty-one. Are we doing that right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Three days is six. Six times. Four days will be ten times. Right. Five days will be fifteen. Right. So six days will be twenty-one. Right. Seven days will be twenty-eight. Right. Eight days... Thirty-six. Yeah. Ninth day... Thirty-six plus nine. Maths. 45. <laughs> Ten. 10th days will be 55. Right. 11th day so he was be, on his 11th day? He was on his 11th day and he died. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. How old was he? Don't know. Yeah, 36, maybe? When this was reported on the news, did they refer to it as a wanking challenge? <laughs> Then you go, bong! <laughs> I can't remember who told me. News, news at 10, wanking challenge. <laughs> See, now I'm not believing it because I'm pretty sure if he did that, if he died on the 11th day. Yeah. One with 20, 22nd now, 21st? Yeah. 
I'm sure I heard about it before the 11th. Did you? I can't remember now. It might have been last week. Yeah. No, it might have been just after then. Do you think, do you think he possibly could have died from overwanking, just in general, and then his family made up this story <laughs> to try and make it look Christmassy? <laughs> so they'd have a Christmas story to tell the grandkids. Probably. Well, he failed then. I mean, he couldn't, couldn't even get through well, the 11th he did, day. Yeah, he failed. Of course he failed. <laughs> he, he had seven more to do to get to the 11th, on the 11th day. <laughs> oh, God. What were we talking about? Where, where did we get, where, how did we get onto a wanking challenge? Um. That can be the synopsis for this, this episode. <laughs> Tommy and Cam have a wanking challenge. <laughs> 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 we're not allowed to touch oh, we, so. we, were to, we were talking about suicide weren't we oh yeah yeah that's a, that is a form of suicide isn't it really i guess in a yeah. way it's accidental suicide isn't it it's like um who's it from uh, you know the guy that was in kill bill played bell uh i think it's james carradine i think his name was something carradine mm. He, he, he died, you know, not long after Kill Bill was made. Did he? Yeah, because he, cause he, he was in the cupboard. He was in a <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a cupboard. <laughs> and he got, and he got a thing, he, he got a belt round his neck. Yeah. And he was having a wank. Yeah. You know, that thing where it's sort of like you asphyxiate yourself. Oh, yeah. And he was doing that and he slipped and killed himself. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> he was in a cupboard. <laughs> he should have ended. <laughs> he, was the, he was in the kitchen cupboard. <laughs> With the plates. <laughs> I, think he was, I think he was in a closet. I think that's what I was thinking They should of. have ended the second movie like that, where the bride <laughs> finds him to kill him, but he's already dead. Yeah, he's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but yeah yeah he, he killed himself like that mm. yeah that's that's again that's a kind of suicide i suppose could it could do like a queen cover come with her that's a kind of suicide 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 <laughs> boom no, 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 no. I like that song. It's a good song, that, isn't it? Yeah, you it's just ruined it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> mm. So what, what else What else came up in Starlight? Anything, do you think? Did that make you think about anything else? Uh, yeah, Dyson's Fears. Dyson Spheres, yeah, collecting the collecting the energy. Yeah, I watched yeah. a video on on YouTube last a few days ago. They were talking about it. Yeah, and they said as soon as you start making it, yeah, the energy you can get because it takes so long to make. The energy you get from the first couple of units you send around the sun. Yeah, that energy you can then be used to make more Dyson, more other Dyson Sphere. Okay. So every time you oh, so get more energy back, you're always doubling what you... That's amazing. Yeah, so for anybody that doesn't know, a Dyson Sphere is... It's basically like a, a sphere going round a star mm. that basically traps the solar energy 
converts it into usable energy and then basically you can you can, you've basically got the power of the star yeah this one uh, it wasn't a sphere all around it it was like solar sails but trillions of them yeah uh, like Saturn things yeah around. yeah and they they all each send power to like a node and that node then sends the power to anywhere in the solar system you want it mm. not just to earth yeah that's pretty awesome isn't it if we could do that that would be amazing mm. there was there was a new story a while ago about um a st like a very strange star that they found do you remember that it was, I think it was not last year, the year before, and they were speculating that it could be an alien Dyson sphere. Oh yeah. It wasn't in the end. It was. It was. I think they explained it as natural, natural phenomenon. And that was dead interesting. Yeah. Like to think that you know an alien civilization could have done that. But they're saying that. Uh, I'm sure they said that they think that. There's, there's, there could be loads of Dyson spheres already out there somewhere. Mm, yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah. It'd be pretty amazing if there was. It'd be pretty amazing, mate. What I don't get is how how would how would they get the energy from the Dyson sphere to the node and then back to Earth? Would it just be in the form of a, an extremely strong light beam? I'm not sure. Um, wouldn't it be? Wouldn't they have to sort of like perfect some kind of wireless technology, some wireless energy transference? We've got because we can't like do phone. that at the moment, can we? Yeah, we can with phone chargers. You got like a charge you can just put your phone on top of. You don't have to plug it in. Yeah, but it's still contact, though, isn't it? There still needs to be contact, mm. like in terms of like over the air sort of transference. I don't think we can do that yet. No. So it would have to be like concentrated light, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But then what happens if you accidentally nudge the node and it just burns it? <laughs> a massive line through the earth? Yeah, it could do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Mm. Technology again, the dangers of the dangers of technology. Mm. What do you think about the uh, what do you think about nuclear weapons? Do you think we should use nuclear power? Uh, on Mars, they said if you nuke the North and South Poles, then we could get the atmosphere back in a hundred years or less. What by nuking them? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I've never heard that before. That's, that's the only good thing you could use a nuke for. Otherwise, just get rid of them. Yeah, but like nuclear power, don't you think that's a good thing, though? Oh, you, you don't mean bombs? No, well, <laughs> well, both, really. Like, in terms of nuclear power. For, like, satellites and things, it's fine, because it can last a long time. I think yeah. the... Uh, is it Voyager 2 that's just left the solar system? Mm. It's gone into interstellar space now. Yeah. Is that a nuclear reactor in there? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that's powered. I think it's a mini nu nuclear reactor. Is it? Reactor, yeah. It's pretty amazing that that's still going. Mm. That it's still, still floating about. It's like, like it always makes me wonder with with like satellites and things, because I know satellites do get hit by meteorites, but like it's amazing that that hasn't been hit by a meteorite yet. Mm. Pretty, it's pretty awesome. But there's, there's millions of things going around the Earth now. And they said it would only take one satellite to get hit, and then that satellite would break up and hit other satellites and yeah, get a yeah. chain reaction. Yeah. And we'll go back into, into the dark ages in a few weeks yeah. or months. 
Yeah. It's amazing that hasn't happened yet. Mm, yeah. But another video I watched by the same people, they were talking about how we've got that many things going around Earth now. Mm. We're going to trap ourselves because it'll be impossible to get a rocket up into up, yeah, out, without yeah. hitting anything. Yeah. We don't want that, do we? Yeah. We don't want that because I would one day like to at least go to the moon. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to go to the moon. It'd be R great, wouldn't it? Well, Richard Branson's doing his space tourism next next year now. Is he? he? Is he? Starting March. Yeah. Around March. Yeah. Not to the moon, just up and down. But yeah. It's just jumping. Yeah. <laughs> just get do a jump. <laughs> you just go on a trampoline. <laughs> if, if you got 200 grand, you can go to the edge of space and that. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, isn't it, really? Pay that much to shoot yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty ridiculous, mate. Yeah, that's not for me, that. I wouldn't do that. Would you go on a space elevator, then? Um. Yeah, I probably would, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go on, right, and I would I would sing the Aerosmith song, Love in an elevator. <laughs> 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 That's what I'd do. Okay. Are you going to ruin any more songs today? <laughs> <laughs> I can ruin all the songs, mate. Okay, please I can, don't. I can ruin every every song. I've already done It's a Kind of Magic. I've already done that one. You just name a song and I'll ruin it. No, not going to name a song. Oh, I, like, I realised the other day as well, I really like being Christmas and all. I really like the Coca-Cola advert. Yeah. You know, I really, I've always liked that advert from when I was a little kid. Mm. But sort of like, you can make the beginning of that um, of that song, the theme tune, really creepy. If you sing it in a low voice like this, if you go, holidays are coming, holidays are coming, holidays are coming, holidays are coming. You can, can't you? Creepy in it. You could do that. You could do that when you carol singing. You could knock on the door. You could knock on the door. That doesn't work. I'm, no I'm, I'm knocking. Knock, knock on the door. When somebody comes, you sort of think, holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. <laughs> and then when they have go, fa la 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 la. <laughs> you need somebody's name that has the same amount of syllables as holiday. Stevie Holid Wonder. No? Holid holiday. Holidays. One, two, three. Stevie Wonder. That's four. Yeah. Stevie Wonder is. Stevie Wonder's gone. I've already done my You could you could you could go. Stevie is a coming. Stevie is a coming. Stevie is a coming. I do 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 a little uh, do a little funky piano bit. Mm. Very superstitious. Let's get back to the book. <laughs> shall, we go, shall we get back to the book? Yeah. Shall we have a look at Philip K. Dick now? So, Philip K. Dick was a very prolific writer. Um, he mainly wrote science fiction. All the stuff that I've read by him has been science fiction. Um, so, can you remember what happened in Minority Report? Uh, Has it been a while since you watched it? Yeah, it's been several years. Because the... I'm going to read the end of this short story. Because mm. the ending is different from the film. Okay. I think in the, in the film, obviously, the premise of the film is basically... You've got 
these three precognitive um, siblings that can see the future and when you put all the powers together they can see the future so powerfully that they can predict the, the future so they can see crimes mm. um, it's quite scary when you think about it like especially sort of like there's a bit at the beginning where you see um, a poor man whose wife's cheating on him and he goes work and he co I think he forgets his keys or something and he comes back and he finds his wife in bed with another man mm. and the precogs basically predict that he's going to kill his wife and this other man so the so the police come down and get him and they put him in um, it's like a stasis chamber isn't it, yeah. that they put him in that's fucking scary when you think about it because <clears throat> he hasn't done anything he's done nothing so far like it's just his wife that's done it yeah, his wife should be the one in the fucking stasis. Yeah. She should she should have she should have a bloody she should have a bloody bloody coat put up there. Or a sword. A sword? No, not a sword. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> For you, Tommy. Mm. So um so the um the main guy in this was John Anderton, wasn't he? He was the one that was played by Todd Bruce. Okay. Todd, uh, so John Anderson was the police officer and he was accused of being uh, doing a, a, committing a future crime mm. uh, but it was actually a conspiracy by his boss that was, that's what, how it played out in the film his boss had set him up so that it looked like he was going to kill mm. this other guy but he didn't because he was trying to get rid of him so let's uh, let's start with the end of Minority Report, the Philip K. Dick original short story version. And this is the end. Four burly policemen assisted Lisa and John Anderton in the packing and loading of their possessions. In 50 years, the ex-commissioner of police had, accum had accumulated a vast collection of material goods. Somber and pensive, he stood watching the procession of crates on their way to the waiting trucks. By truck, they would go directly to the field and from the Centaurus X by intertransport system. A long trip for an old man, but he wouldn't have to make it back. There goes the second from the last crate, Lisa declared, absorbed and preoccupied by the task. In sweater and slacks, she roamed through the barren rooms, checking on last-minute details. I suppose we won't be able to use these new atronic appliances. They're still using electricity on Centen. I hope you don't care too much, Anderton said. We'll get used to it, Lisa replied, and gave him a fleeting smile, won't we? I hope so. You're positive you'll have no regrets, if I thought. No regrets, Lisa assured him. Now suppose you help me with this crate. As they boarded the lead truck, Whitwood drove up in a patrol car. So Whitwood in the film was Colin Farrell. That was Colin Farrell's uh, character, okay. Danny Whitwood. He leaped out and hurried up to them, his face looking strangely haggard. Before you take off, he said to Anderton, you'll have to give me a breakdown on the situation with the precogs. I'm getting inquiries from the Senate. They want to find out if the middle report, the retraction, was an error or what. Confusedly, he finished. I still can't explain it, 
the minority report was wrong, wasn't it? Which minority report Anderton inquired and used? Whip were blinked. Then that is it. I might have known. Seated in the cabin of the truck, Anderton got out his pipe and shook tobacco into it. With Lisa's lighter, he ignited the tobacco and began operations. Lisa had gone back to the house, wanting to be sure nothing vital had been overlooked. There were three minority reports, he told Whitworth, enjoying the young man's confusion. Someday Whitworth would learn not to wade into situations he didn't fully understand. Satisfaction was Anderton's final emotion. Old and worn out as he was, he had been the only one to grasp the real nature of the problem. The three reports were consecutive, he explained. The first was Donna and the time path. Kaplan told me of the plot and I promptly murdered him. Jerry faced slightly ahead of Donna, used her report as data. He factored in my knowledge of the report. In that, the second time path, all I wanted to do was keep my job. It wasn't Kaplan I wanted to kill, it was my own position and life I was interested in. And Mike was the third report that came after the minority report, Whitworth corrected himself. I mean, it came last. Mike was the last of the three, yes. Faced with the knowledge of the first report, I had decided not to kill Kaplan. That produced report two, but faded with that report, I changed my mind back. Report two, situation two, was the situation Kaplan wanted to create. It was to the advantage of the police to recreate position one. And by that time, I was thinking of the police. I had figured out what Kaplan was doing. The third report invalidated the second one in the same way the second one invalidated the first. That brought us back where we started from. Lisa came over, breathless and gasping. Let's go, we're all finished here. Lithe and agile, she ascended the metal rungs of the truck and squeezed in here beside her husband and the driver. The latter obediently started up his truck and the others followed. Each report was different, Anderton concluded. Each was unique, but two of them agreed on one point. Uh, if left free, I would kill Kaplan. That created the, the illusion of a majority report. Actually, that's all it was, an illusion. Donna and Mike previewed the same event, but in two totally, totally different time paths, occurring under totally different situations. Donna and Jerry, the so-called minority report, and half of the minority report were incorrect. Of the three, Mike was correct, since no report came after his to invalidate him. That sums it up. Anxiously, Whitworth trotted alongside beside the truck, his smooth, blonde face creased with worry. Will it happen again? Should we overhaul the setup? It can happen in only one circumstance, Anderton said. My case was unique, since I had access to the data. It could happen again, but only to the next police commissioner, so watch your step. Briefly, he grinned, deriving no inconsiderable comfort from Whitwood's strained expression. Beside him, Lisa's red lips twitched and her hand reached out and closed over his. Better keep your eyes open, he informed young Whitwe. It might happen to you at any time. At the end. So, Kaplan was the police, was the, um, the, man in the, the man in the film, if you remember the film, it was trying to frame him. Yeah. Kaplan was the, like, the, the, the big cheese of the police. It was basically he. He didn't want. He knew that the the precogs weren't 
foolproof. He knew that there was flaws in the system, but he was trying to cover it up. And basically, in, in this, the ending to this, the Philip K. Dick version of it is, is basically, uh, Anderton, he obviously proves that he's not, that he, he, did, he wasn't going to kill Kaplan. So he gets off. He, do, he doesn't have a minority report, mm. similar to in the, in the film. But in the film, the, the pre-crime unit is closed down and they don't carry on with it, whereas in Philip K. Dick's version, they do carry on with it. And Danny Whitworth, uh, Colin Farrell's character, he, he carries on Anderton's job. So he's still doing the minority reporting and people are still getting arrested for crimes that they might commit. I see. Yeah. So what 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 do you what do you think what do you think we can learn from that? What do you think we can learn from from that sort of thing? Because there's there's a lot of sort of there's a lot of time travel sort of things going on in there. Because obviously they were talking about the three precogs having different reports. So they were basically seeing three different timelines of what could happen. Yeah, don't use them in crime. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, it begs the question, so like if they just got one, hmm. if they just got one, then there wouldn't have been, there wouldn't have been any reprieve for the, the, the detective who wasn't going to kill the guy. Hmm. So he wouldn't have, so he would, he would have gone to jail. He would have gone in one of the pods, yeah. the stasis pods. So it's probably best that they had the three, really. But would you would you would you advocate that sort of technology? Do you think that would be good if we've got technology that could prevent murders? Not like petty crime, like stealing, like stealing things. I don't think it's worth that, is it? No. Not really. I'm not sure. Because I'd, I'd probably be pointing to a pod on the first day. <laughs> do, do you think? I don't think you would. I think I think it's well. That's that's the big thing, isn't it? Like you'd be living in a state of fear all the time, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because sort of like, and if if you think about people that maybe have got mental illness, and they've or even like people that have just got like simple anxiety, like if they worry that they're going to kill somebody. And they're always worried about it. Like one day they might just to get it over and done. No, no, not not quite. But sort of like they might find themselves in a situation mm. where they're close to doing it, and then your, you know, the the pre-crime unit sees you doing it mm. and takes you away when you might not have done it. There might have been an alternate alternative timeline. Mm that moves forward where you didn't do it. But instead of putting people in pods, can't we just move that person somewhere to a different life and change their timeline? <coughs> you live here now, away from that person. I suppose it, I suppose it depends sort of like on um, how long they've got to prevent crime, maybe if it's only like a matter of a matter of minutes, like it is in the film, probably not. I don't think they could do that. But they can just take them away from that person. Yeah, they I, th I think. I, yeah, I think they could prevent it, mm. take them away, yeah. and like say, don't do that. They could say that's naughty. 
you shouldn't be doing that. Come on, cool off. Mm. They could, yeah, they could have like a cool off, cooling off room, couldn't they? Have a little cooling off room. Yeah. I think that would be better than the than putting them in in the brain jail. Mm. That'd be dreadful when you think about it. Would, wouldn't it? Do you think you'd dream in brain jail? Probably. Do you think if you were, do you think, like, I've, I've heard stories of people in comas mm. that dream. Do you think, do you think after a while, sort of like after being in a coma for so long, do you think maybe your dream would become lucid and sort of solid to the point where you started believing that the dream was re the real world? Do you think that might happen? Could do. Like, you normally get lucid dreams towards the end of your sleep, I find. Do you? And then when you realise you're in a dream and you're like walking around or flying or whatever you're doing, yeah, that's when you're most likely going to wake up. Yeah, if yeah. If you physically can't wake up, yeah, you could stay in there. Mm, You'd have to yeah. ask Michael Schumacher what he did. Yeah, because he, he's is he st he's still in a coma, isn't he? No. He is, I'm sure he is. No, he's been out for years. No, he hasn't. He had his crash in 2013. No, we're going to have to Google that. He's been out of a coma for ages. They I said, don't think he has, mate. I don't they think said he has. Ages ago, they put him in front of a window and he sees the view and he cries. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, let's let's have a look. Because I I I heard that he was still he was still like in a vegetative state. Yeah, that's just his life now. But he's he's been out of a coma for ages. Oh, has he? Yeah. I'm still, I'm still going to Google it if my phone, if my phone decides it wants work. They're not giving much information about him. Though. They said it, he's very. Yeah, it's family. all it's all very. Uh, it's annoying that is because he's been in the public eye for so long. Yeah, and people people like him. I, I liked something. him. But I yeah. thought he was a really good uh, really good race driver. Yeah. It's a shame that he that he. That that happened to him, mm. in in that way, sort of like because I mean, if he was in his car, like if he was if he was racing, I guess you could kind of go, well, he was doing what he loved, when he was really he was just having a jolly on the ski slope, wasn't he? He's also doing he loved doing that as well, apparently. Yeah, let's have a look. Uh, let's see what it says about him. What we know about Michael Schumacher's years after... Uh, what we know about Michael Schumacher's health after years after ski accident. So, let's have a look. Uh, got bullet points. So, so, on the eve of the 2018 Formula One season, with the seven-time champion very much in people's minds once again, Schumacher's manager, Sabine Kem, shared a small insight into the family's feelings. What can be said is that the family really appreciates the empathy of the fans, she said. The people really do see and understand this health situation is not to be shared in the public eye. After first being treated at the Grenoble Hospital, then having rehabilitation at uh, Lausanne's University Hospital, Schumacher has been at his home in Geneva, where a special medical facility has been built for his rehabilitation and treatment. It is reported he is looked after by a 15-strong medical team, with his care costing £115,000 per week. Yeah. Fucking hell. 
close relatives have reportedly spoken with the French magazine Paris Match and given a brief insight into the 49-year-old's current well-being. The magazine has been quote, has quoted one relative as saying, when you put him in his wheelchair facing the beautiful panorama of the mountains overlooking the lake, Michael sometimes cries. They say that family members are encouraging that Formula One legend Schumacher is still showing emotions. Former Ferrari boss Jean Tott told the Times he sees the ex-champ about twice a month. I love Michael, I see his family, I wish the situation would be different, he said. So what do we know about Michael Schumacher's condition since the accident? It's um, basically nothing, yeah, near enough nothing. Yeah, tell anybody anything. Yeah, which I suppose is fair, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a funny thing because he is in the public eye and he is, you know, he is well loved by a lot of people. But having said that, though, like, if you were in that situation, would you want people knowing? If I was in public eye, I'd, I'd want them to, like, understand what's happened at that time, like, what's going on so far. I'm not so sure I would. I'm not so sure I would. I think... After a while, I think I'd probably, I'd probably say, like if I was in that situation, I'd probably have people say, you know, I'm, he's a vegetable. I'm a vegetable now, and I can't, I can't do anything. I'm just in bed all the time. But then, if I got better later on, like I'd come out, like I'd come out, like I'd, like I'd surprise everybody. I'd go, <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a vegetable no more. Do you reckon if he does make a full recovery one day, he'll go to his family and say, "Where the fuck is all my money gone?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I know surely he must know. Like if he's, I know he's like a millionaire and he's got all that. He's he's won a load of shit and he's very rich. Yeah. But surely it it won't last that long. No, of course at, it won't. At that rate. No. Unless it's unless it's been paid by insurance or something mm. like health insurance that he had out, because I'm sure he must have had something. He'll have to let people know what's up with him just so he can get some money from newspapers. Mm. <laughs> Keep him going. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is often like the 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 path some celebrities go down, isn't it? There's a, a woman this week. She took a photograph of uh, I think it was William and Kate. Yeah. All Christmassy and everything. Yeah. She's got 40 grand for the photo. Really? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Isn't we it? need to get outside Buckingham Palace with a, a camera. Yeah, it's so ridiculous, that is. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of the royal family at all. They're not doing anything. They, no. need, to, they need to put their foot down over this Brexit and stop it. Yeah, but they can't do that, lad. They, they wouldn't. They've got the power to do it, they just won't. Yeah, that's that's the thing. They won't. That, like, they, they won't. Because it, it's too much hard work, isn't it? It's too much hard work. Mm. They've got, they've got, you know, because like when you think about it, like it's not them that's going to suffer, like after Brexit. They won't suffer. They'll be fine. They'll still have just as much money, and it's the same as the politicians. The politicians will still just have enough as, as much money as they've got now. It'll just be people like us that start suffering for it, mm. and we'll be the ones that lose our jobs. See, if, if a queen came to me and said, you're, you're the government now, 
The first thing I'd do is put all the government that's in now in jail. I don't think you could feasibly do that. I would. But what would you put him in jail for? For, uh, like, thievery. <laughs> thievery? Yeah, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure what they've done. <laughs> I'm sure what they've done to the public isn't legal. Like, what, man, in, in like, terms of, like, what? I just the fucking, every, money fucking everybody around. Wait, how much is it? But it's a game though, isn't it, when you think about it? Like, politics hasn't really got anything to do with real life. It's a game. Mm. Like, they're playing, they're literally playing a game. Game of Thrones? Yeah, it is, in a, in a way. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's a game of, of, you know, getting in power and, you know, getting your ideas across. It's got nothing to do with, with what actually happens with people's real lives. They're so, they're so far removed. We we could set up like we could, like if like we could we could we could say that we've created this amazing technology that basically predicts the future, like in Minority Report, mm -hmm. and we could just go around arresting people we didn't like. <laughs> could we? We could go like I don't like. People, obviously, loads of people have been slagging off Theresa May, but I don't think I don't think she's that bad. I think she's she's tried to do the best job that she can under the circumstances. I think I think the bad people. You're willing to fuck anyone, aren't you? No, I'm not. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> you would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But like like people like. The real people, the real bad guys, are the Brexit people. The ones that, that wanted us leave, like Nigel Farage and mm. Boris Johnson and Michael Gove and Jacob Rees-Mogg. Those silly pricks. They should be arrested for all the lies that they told. They should really, because I mean, it, I mean, in a way, it, it is illegal what they did. It's fraud. It is, it is. You're absolutely right there. But because it was like, like a campaign, mm and nobody's held, like, personally responsible for it. That's why they can't be prosecuted. I can remember uh, in school, uh, you remember Pogs? Oh, yeah. I had um, one of the rare Tazo slammers, you remember Tazos? Mm. And um, I borrowed it, this lad, who needed the slammer for a match, and I borrowed it in. I said to him, I said, be very careful with it, don't break it. And he fucking did, didn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's the only time I've ever done it in my life, I've never done it again. But I was so angry, like I couldn't, I couldn't even like form a fist. So I just sort of like slatted him with the back of my hand. <laughs> yeah. they, got, they got banned at our school because uh, parents were complaining that children losing theirs to other children. Yeah, yeah, I think that happened with ours as well. We had, um, we had, can you remember those um, uh, sugar things that you could buy? They were like straws with sugar in. Oh yeah. Like K-Lai. Mm. They got banned in our school because people were just like, eating so many of them, they were just going like high. Yeah. Like going mental with it. They got banned because they leave them packets everywhere. Oh, it was the packets for you. Yeah, it was it was the high for us. I remember as well that I was the hallway 
at the end of school was used for like the football team to get changed in. Yeah. And I had a friend in there, so I just leapt through the door and started talking to him before I left it to yeah. go home. Yeah. And then one of the other guys in my class came up behind me, saw me looking in at my friends getting changed, and he says, <laughs> gay. <laughs> so I turned around and kicked him with the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go hospital. Oh my god. He went hospital and then he was off for two days. Oh my god. Well, similar similar thing happened to me. I was I had this mate called Simon mm. at school. Um, and he was a bit he wasn't fat, but he was big, you know what I mean? And there was this other lad in our school called Cameron that was bullying him pretty bad because it like because he was a bit overweight and stuff and one day like this other Cameron put a, no a note in his lunchbox saying stop eating you're fat enough <laughs> 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 but then Simon went to one of the teachers one of the PE teachers and said Cameron's left this in me lunchbox and they the fucking thought it was me they had my my exercise books out and got me stuff and they were looking at this note and looking at this looking at my handwriting like a shit Sherlock Holmes <laughs> and they were like oh yeah that is him and then, then I got I got fucking detention for that for leaving the fat note and it wasn't me yeah but Surely he, he, he knew it wasn't you, he thought it was the other one. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't say anything. He, d he did, he did, he did um, but by that time I'd already had the detention. Do they apologise? No, they didn't. Ten no. pound for my time back, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we, we had all of that rigmarole. Mm. But yeah, so it, it is Christmas right now, isn't it? Not today. In three days. In three days. Three days. I was going to ask you, what are your favourite Christmas memories? What was your favourite Christmas? I think. Um, I had quite a few as a Have kid, you? really. Yeah. Most of them, really. Really. What was what one in particular? Like, what present did you have? in one in particular that, that really stood out? I had an albino rabbit. An albino rabbit? That was one, yeah. Did you? Called oh. Peter. Oh, that's a really good Christmas present, that is. My mum had to wrap him a, few hours, a couple of hours before we woke up. Yeah. And he was making that much noise running around the cage. Was it? <laughs> she was scared everybody was going to wake up early. Yeah, yeah. On the same year, my brother had chipmunks. Yeah. Uh, Another year I had a ferret, an albino ferret. Did you? I don't think that was Christmas though. I can't remember. It might have been Christmas. I didn't know you'd had these pets. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's really cool, that is. Yeah. When I was six or seven, I had my Sega, Sega Mega Drive. Mm -hmm. The yeah. Sonic one. Yeah, yeah. I had loads of good Christmases. Trees were always... The trees seemed a lot more magical back then. They did, than, didn't they? They did. Then they probably were. Yeah. Yeah, Because you're smaller, like, they're taller. They are, I think, I think that's part of it. And another thing is we used to have proper Christmas trees. Yeah, yeah. We had real Christmas trees now, like in, in my, like my Christmas tree now, it's just like a small, a small fake one. Mm. It's just like a glittery thing. We've had, a, we've had a fake one for the last several years. Yeah. And it looks real enough, so. Yeah. Because uh, we got the fake one because 
<coughs> sometimes we couldn't always afford a proper one. So one time my dad went to the neighbour like the night before and stole part of his bush. Stole part of his bush. To use as a, a Christmas tree. And then a few days later he put it back and it was dead. Aww. So he's just got part of a dead bush now. Oh no. <laughs> Another year we went to the cricket club. Yeah. Well, Dad went to the cricket club yeah. and cut the top of the tree off. Knew <laughs> <laughs> that was on Christmas tree, and it had so many spiders in it. <laughs> but you can still see the tree there now; it's got no top on it. Oh no! <laughs> There's another year where my dad couldn't afford any tree. Yeah. But the guy at the tree yard, he felt sorry for him. He says, "Well, all we've got left." which I can just give you for nothing. It's just this few branches off the top of another tree. Aww. So we had that, like, just literally, like, several branches. Yeah. And my mum looked at it thinking, how am I going to make this look like a tree? Yeah. <laughs> so she got a pot, put lots of bricks in it so it could rise it up a bit. Yeah. And then filled it out with tent tinsel. Yeah. I oh, that's even, good. I don't remember that. Mm. She told me. Yeah. That's good. That's that's a good good little bit of mummy now, isn't it? Mm. Bit of mummage. And one year we had a holly bush as a tree. Yeah. That fucking hurt. That did. Yeah, I can put, imagine. Putting yeah. decorations on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, in, see, in in that circumstance, like I wouldn't have even bothered, like taking the decorations off it. I would have just like burnt it. <laughs> just torched it. <laughs> Have, have you had any bad Christmas presents? Do you have any bad ones any time? No, I don't think so. No. I had a chemistry set once. I keep finding bits about every year. <laughs> Do you? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but it came out with like 12 or 13 little test tubes, each with different chemical things in it. Yeah. You can mix them together and everything I mixed together ended up like brown sticky stuff. <laughs> 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 oh god. I know I never had a chemistry set. I had a microscope. I had a microscope. Yeah, I had a microscope for Christmas once. That was dead good. I My, used to, yeah. I used to I used to look at I used to just look at like little bits of onion. <laughs> like I get like a bit of like a bit of fruit and put it underneath and stuff. Mm. That was good. That was really interesting. Mine was like a it's like a, a box with a microscope at the bottom which you put slides in. It came with a few slides like plants and insects. Yeah. And the box on the top had like a screen with a light and somehow it projected everything onto the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. They're dead good. And a toolbox as well a wood, with wooden tools. Yeah. Like proper tools but all wooden handles. I and think everything. I had a plastic one. Yeah. I had one with plastic tools in. Yeah. Well, this was like was proper tools set, but it's, was it? I was like six. When they gave it me. Oh, God. <laughs> six year old running around with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> proper hammer as well. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, I think my, my favourite uh, Christmas was the Batman Christmas. I've, t I've told you about that, haven't I? You know about that. I think so. Yeah, so, like, did your mum and dad, when you were a kid, did they put you a little present on your bed for when you woke up? We had a stocking on the end of a bed. Did you? Mm. Well, we'd, we, had that, we had just one present so that when we woke up, we, we woke up and we could open it and we would have a little present. Yeah. 
And this one year, I'd asked for the Batman action figure. It was the year of Batman Returns. Mm. I think I might have t talked about this on the Batman podcast. Did you get Robin instead or something? I got Robin instead. Yeah. I opened it and it was fucking Robin. <laughs> and I like went to my mum, mm. went into my mum and she was like, was that the one you wanted? I was like, yeah, thanks mum, thanks mum. But that year, I also got a mountain bike. Mm. So like, I'd completely forgotten about Batman by the time I got that first mountain bike, it was amazing. Mm. Really great bike. But then at the end, my mum was like, I think you've got one more. And behind the, behind the pillar, there was one more. And it was Batman. And she was like, oh, see, uh, I understand the ins and outs of Batman and Robin. And you definitely thought Robin was shit. She's <laughs> like, you lied to me before, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. But that year, that, year, that was, I think, that one, the mountain bike year with Batman figure, mm. that was a really good Christmas. And also the year when I had my Sabutio, I had a Sabutio table. Yeah. That was dead good. Did you have a Sabutio? My brother did, yeah. Did you? Did he? But before uh, my sister, I think it must have <coughs> been before my sister came along, we had a, a miniature pool table as well. Oh, did you? Don't know what happened about. Yeah. I keep finding my balls every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good Christmas. Have you ever had a bad Christmas, do you think? Last year. Was last year bad? We still had a Christmas, but it was we'd just been flooded twice. Oh yeah, because you had the flood, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, your house flooded. So we had a, a small tree, but we, we refused not to have a tree. Yeah. We always had a tree. Yeah. And we still had some presents and stuff, but we didn't have like, a, a proper room. It was like no f no proper floor or anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty bad Christmas. I don't think I've ever had a, a really bad Christmas. Not not really. Mm. Um, yeah, I've had bad Christmas presents. I've had bad Christmas presents. And you, know, you know the story about the, the tie, don't you? The tie that I had once. Not the tie. I was listening so this to. Is, uh, this, is my, this is my dad. I was listening to the song that you said your dad got you on the way here. Oh, the driving yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every See, time I listen to it now, I think of you and your dad. <laughs> See, the, what what that what that was is my dad is awful at giving gifts. Mm. He's got better this last few years. I don't know why. I think it's just because sort of like when we were kids, when me and my sister were kids. It was my mum that always used to buy the presents. Yeah. She was the one that took charge and just bought everything. He paid for it all, she, she, but she actually got the presents. Mm. And my dad was, had never had any kind of practice or gave any thought to giving people presents. So he was just shit at it for like 15 years after he got divorced. <laughs> and basically, um, there, was th there was that time. So when I had, I had a hernia, and I was, so I was a little kid, I was a little kid, and I'd had a hernia. And when you're a little kid and you, you're in hospital, you, you have a little present, don't you? Yeah. You know, your grandparents give you little presents. Well, my, my grandparents, one of my grandparents got me a Beetlejuice action figure, and the other grandparents got me a Penguin action figure, Batman Penguin action figure which is great but I didn't I didn't have a present off my parents which I wasn't really all that bothered about I didn't care but then like on the way home from the hospital like my mum must have said to my dad get Cam a present for when he comes home for, you know for, you know, for him being brave and doing so well at the operation 
and yeah, uh, he, get, he presented me with the greatest hits of Chris Rea. <laughs> and I can remember my mum's face, like, because she said, cause she, she said to him, like, when we got home, she must have said, did you get him a present? Uh, like he must have shown it, and I can remember seeing her face, and she was so pissed off. She was so pissed, like fucking hell. And he didn't didn't go anywhere near my CD collection. Mm. I never had it in my CD collection. It went in his. He <laughs> bought that for himself. <laughs> you said she said you bought it. For, you bought that for yourself. Yeah, you bought that you? for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there, there's that. Um, one one year. Now this was this was in the summer. This was in June. Mm. What had happened was, is somebody, somebody that I knew had died, and I needed a tie for the funeral. I needed a black tie for the funeral, so I asked my dad if, if he'd got one I could borrow, and he hadn't. So I went out and bought one. So I went out and bought one, so they got one. That Christmas, six months later, right, he bought me as my main Christmas present, right, a paint your own tie kit. Which is basically a blank tie with like multi, like sort of like really bright multicolored paints in it that you could paint your own tie. And I said to him, I said, how come you got, how come you got me that, Dad? He says, well, you needed a tie, and you like painting. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I do like painting, Dad, but not fucking ties. And I don't think I'd look very good turning up to a funeral in one of them. <laughs> You could be a, put a dead person on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking mental. Absolutely shit present. And then um, the year after, he did a similar thing. I'd said to him earlier in the year, I want to start saving some money. So I was talking about like opening a savings account for myself. Did you buy your money box? He bought me, right, this, he bought me, I'm not kidding you, a porcelain, mm paint your own piggy bank kit <laughs> with the same justification of basically you like painting and you wanted to save some money I'm like yeah I do like painting <laughs> but I was more thinking about you know saving some you know like hundreds of pounds not like five pounds and a fucking piggy bank <laughs> for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah so what were we what were we talking about I've oh. I don't think I've ever had a bad Christmas present no like, I don't know. Deodorant's all right. I get deodorant from my aunt every year. Yeah, yeah, you get those kind of things from your aunts and your uncles and your grandparents, don't you? Yeah, it's just sometimes I get like three, three bottles of it and then some shower gel and I think, do, yeah. I, do I smell? Do you think? <laughs> Is this a hint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, one more one more bad gift that I had off my dad. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at this one now. Was the um, <laughs> he's had to, um, enough of roasting? He has. <laughs> he, he bought me a. I bought a new t a TV a few years ago. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, and he uh, he bought me. He decided it would be a good idea to buy me a Scott extension box. Mm. So basically, like a Scott lead with like like eight Scott sockets in it. I'm like, I don't need this, Dad. It's like, it's like, you don't need this many Scots for anything. And he thought it was really good. But like, I went in Maplin's a few days later and I saw that it was in, they'd got the same things in like a bargain bin. 
you know, like the like this reduced bin mm. for like three pound. <laughs> and I was just like, that's why I bought it because mm. it was three pound. See, when, see when people when people say like with Christmas presents and gifts in general, when they say it's the thought that counts, it depends on the thought, doesn't it? If the thought is <laughs> that'll do, it's not a good gift, is it? It's not good. Mm. Maybe you thought it'll just take up more space, like under the tree. That looks big. That, yeah. that looks good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's dad's that's dad's gifts done out the way. What what in general don't you like about Christmas? Is there anything about Christmas you don't like? Not really. I like all of it really. Do you like all of it? Mm. There's things that that I don't like. I don't like the adverts. I don't like Christmas adverts. I don't mind Christmas music. Mm. I'm fine with that, but Christmas adverts piss me off. I, like, there always seems to be more car adverts in, in, uh, on the run-up to Christmas. Have you noticed that? And, and perfume adverts, they get on my tits. They I, I get on my tits. I don't think that's where you're supposed to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but it get, like, they're so like, stupidly dramatic, mm. like cinematic. Like they've always got like a celebrity in it, like Brad Pitt or something. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp with the in with the sausage. <laughs> yeah, it's like whoever named that perfume. It's like thick as pig shit, thick as pig shit. It's like you must know that you're only one letter away from sausage. <laughs> you must know. You must. Mm. I don't like the one with who's it in as well. Um, Charlize Theron, the one where she's like in a gold bath. She's having a bath in gold, and then she comes out. And so, like, the, the, the thing that I don't like about it is it's like, you've just wasted, like, 30 seconds of my life, and I still can't smell what this is supposed to smell like. <laughs> it's like it's, it's not a good advert. Like yeah, it's like, it's like it's not a good advert, this isn't. None of them are good. I, I always, I've always hated the, the perfume adverts. You should put, like, a little note at the end of the advert, smell this in your house to get an idea of what it smells yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Gold, smell the pound coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage, what would you smell with that? <laughs> a sausage sandwiched between two two peas <laughs> so you get the copper smell. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yeah, I don't like that about Christmas. I don't like I don't like how Christmas uh, like the the promotion for it starts in like fucking October. That gets on my tits. It's like it's barely even you know. It started uh, in September this year. I yeah, think. yeah. Mm. It's barely even finished summer, and we're on to this. It's mm. like for God's sake. And then sort of like after Christmas is over, sort of like you haven't really got anything to look forward to until Easter then, and Easter isn't really a big thing, is it, not really? Unless you're in a relationship, you've got Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, but you, like, even if you're in a, in a relationship, do you look forward to that? More sex. Yeah, but you just, you, well, not really. I mean, like, I never, like, noticed, like, when I've been in relationships, I've never noticed uh, an increase in the frequency or quality of sex. <laughs> Did you put the effort in? <laughs> I've always put the same amount of effort in. Same amount good, of effort. Good, good effort. <laughs> good effort. Not extra amount. 
No, why would I do it? What, what like, do you mean extra? Like gifts and things. Oh yeah, I buy gifts and stuff. Mm. I buy gifts, but like... Have you ever done the 14 day gifts? 14 day gifts? Yeah, so you give them like something on the 1st of February? No, I don't... And no, you keep working your way up until the 14th? No, I've never done that. Yeah. No. No. I did. No. See, and it's that th that's thing like when you're in a in a relationship after a while, like the like you, for the first Valentine's day you have, you might get you know you might get a blowjob, <laughs> might get one of them. But then like after like you've been in a relationship with somebody for five years, you're not getting no blowjobs, Valentine's Day or not. <laughs> <laughs> you need to find a better girl then. Well, I don't know about that. No. I don't know about that. So, uh, no, Valentine's Day isn't, doesn't count, I don't think. I don't think that counts. Okay. Yeah. Easter doesn't really, does it? Easter's pretty shit. <laughs> like, like it, when you're a kid, um, at Easter, like, you'll get, you, you get your Easter eggs. And, like, the Easter eggs, like, obviously seemed a lot bigger, and you seem to have a lot more of them. Whereas now, like, I can eat a fucking Easter egg in five minutes. Because you were smaller back then. I suppose so, yeah, but, like, it's they're pretty, sh pretty shit when you think about it. Easter eggs. You've got are. a bigger mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and a bigger belly. <laughs> the arsehole's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's like... I think everything's overhyped. Yeah. I think everything's overhyped. Not that, not that I don't like Christmas. I do, I do like Christmas. It's, it's all right. It's not a bad, it's not a bad time of the year, I guess. So, what, what do you think we've learned in this, uh, this edition of? Oh, we've got some more facts coming out. Let's yeah. have a look at some more facts, shall we? We've got the what is it? This is the 2024 facts to stop you in your tracks. <laughs> tracks. <laughs> <laughs> the QI. Yeah. There's... What year is it? No idea. This year's maybe. It, it kept going up and down in price. I managed to get it at four forty nine. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What shall we look for? Are we gonna? Are we gonna look for? Shall we look for Christmas? Have a look in the index. See if we've got any Christmas facts. Is there an index with it? There's a huge index. Is there? This is all the index. Oh dear. Let's have a look, see if we can find Christmas. You've actually got one called nail biting. Nail biting. I don't nail bite, I've never nail bit. I haven't for ages. Did you used to do it? Yeah. Did you? I was too lazy to cut him properly. I was, I've was. i always been too lazy for cut me toenails. I never cut my toenails. Just Did you ever bite your toenails as a kid? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> it's good exercise. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I never did that. Uh, like with my toenails, I just wait for them to fall off. What? I do. I so they like, get too long for you to yeah. chew them and snap. Yeah, and then they just snap, yeah. They get all brittle like a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> like a disgusting cracker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the index we've got Christmas, Christmas crackers, Christmas Eve, Christmas Islands, Christmas pudding, Christmas tree grower council of Europe. Right. <laughs> and then Christmas trees. Yeah. And that's all. But there's quite a few, so let's have a look, let's have we'll a look. make our way through. We've got 
19 minutes. 19 minutes of Christmas facts coming your way. Hold on to your 100, books. 115. Thing is, each of these pages has got four facts on them. Have they? But <coughs> might only have one fact for the thing, so 115. <laughs> okay, this isn't a Christmas one, it's just a, the Christmas one's the third one, but the first one is, in Germany, mm -hmm. you can be fined 2,500 euros mm -hmm. for calling someone an old pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's cracking. That's great, isn't it? So how do they enforce that? I've just seen on the opposite one, I'm just seeing, I'm looking at you thinking, I'm just seeing blow fecal bacteria. <laughs> Hand dryers in public toilets blow fecal bacteria all round the room. It's spread it spread evenly, evenly over your all over your hands. Oh, <laughs> that's dreadful. During the First World War, truces would occasionally be called in the trenches so that both sides could yell insults at each other. Stop so firing, I want to call you a cunt. <laughs> yes, yeah, so put your gun down, you cunt. <laughs> okay, Christmas fact. Okay. During the Christmas truce of 1914... Yeah. That's when we played football together. Yeah. One English soldier got a haircut from a German who yeah. used to be his barber in Holland, Holborn. So his German used to be at oh, right. work yeah. in this guy's town until he went to Germany to fight with his German friends. Yeah. That's it. Bloody hell. 141. Would you, would you have a haircut with, with an enemy? From no, an enemy? I, I would have to be the enemy giving the haircut. Would you? Sneak the, the blade across his throat. Yeah, I was just thinking you'd do that. You wouldn't know because you're a softy. I'm not. <laughs> Softy, 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 softy! I can punch you so quick you won't even know. <laughs> the first person to use the phrase Merry Christmas was also the first to use the word Prosecco. Prosecco? What, as in like the, the is Prosecco a drink? That's how you spell it, isn't it? The drink. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Oh, right. Merry Christmas, Prosecco! In 1972, Peru banned Santa Claus from appearing on radio and TV. Oh, did he? Why did he say something? <laughs> <laughs> he went and he called, he, he called the child a little shit. <laughs> right, Santa, you're banned. San Santa's helpers in Iceland include the spoon licker, <laughs> <laughs> the door sniffer, <laughs> I'm a sausage swiper. <laughs> oh, that's cracking, isn't it? What does a sausage swiper do? It's the one who nicks sausages. Oh, somebody that nicks sausages? That's what a swiper is. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I was, I was like, sort of like imagining like somebody like, like swiping a sausage across somebody's face. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good Icelandic children get presents at Christmas. Yeah. The naughty ones get rotten potatoes. Do they? Rotten potatoes? On the same page, it says NASA has its own radio station called Third Rock Radio. Oh, does it? That's quite that's interesting. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. 200, 200, 228. 
Henry II had a court jester whose Christmas dance featured a jump, a whistle, and a fart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty Can sure you, you were his jester. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We need to find out if he's part of the Isaac family. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just imagining, like on Christmas Day, like fucking, like the like Henry VIII and all of his family are all like sitting round. They get, Henry get right, bring on the entertainment. <laughs> the chest just comes out and does it. He goes, Then they'll go. Oh, fuck me. Oh, fucking hell. <coughs> A Yule shard is someone who is still preparing for Christmas on Christmas Eve. Oh. At 3pm on Christmas Eve, 40% yeah. of Swedes watch Donald Duck. Did they? Mm. Why? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Buying every gift mentioned in the 12 days of Christmas would cost 27,000, 16 pound and 92 pence. Would it? Depends what gifts you buy. Every gift from the 12 days of Christmas. Two turtle doves. Oh, six, I see. Six yeah, geese yeah, yeah. Bloody hell, that's an expensive oh, Christmas, but wasn't, wasn't number nine like nine women dancing? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'd, I'd just buy nine. <laughs> <laughs> Irvin Berlin presented himself with the best original song Oscar for White Christmas. Did he? So did he write it and give himself an Oscar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went, who wins the Oscar? Me wins the Oscar! <laughs> what, what was the song? White Christmas. What's, what, how does that go? Oh my god. I can't think what that song um, is. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. And in of a white Christmas. That one. Yeah. Bloody shit, that one is. It's crap, that is. It's just one of the, one of the worst ones, that is. I can't remember this movie. I'm only saying it because it's got snowy in the title. Yeah. The film Fargo was released in Hong Kong as Mysterious Murder in Snowy Cream. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's great, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Santo Thomas, Peru, celebrates Christmas by holding a village punch-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <coughs> the Queen loves to dance to Dancing Queen. Does she? Apparently. Three, five, two. 
From, from 1541 to 1555, playing bowls was illegal for commoners except on Christmas Day. Oh, was it? Mm. <laughs> shit game. Yeah, shit game, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Ptarmigan is eaten by 8% of Icelanders at Christmas. Ptarmigan, what's that? No idea. Oh, ptarmigan. I've never even heard that. The past tense of snow yeah. used to be snew. <laughs> <laughs> it snewed last week. <laughs> 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 well, that's like squoze in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the past tense of poo? Is it pooed? Yeah. Is it pooed? Is it? Pewed. <laughs> <laughs> it is only safe to eat snow that has fallen within the last half day. Yeah. Otherwise, someone pissed on it. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay, now on to Christmas crackers. Three, five, eight. The French don't have Christmas pudding or Christmas crackers at Christmas. Don't they? What do they have then? It doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think isn't Christmas, aren't Christmas crackers a British thing though? I think Probably. they are. I think they are. Somebody had to explain it to an American on. They did on Graham the Graham Martin. Norton show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just a British thing. Christmas mm. crackers. Yeah, it's a good invention, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it depends on what kind of gifts you get in them, I suppose. Some of them are fucking shit. That's all we got for Christmas crackers. Christmas Eve, two two eight. He's beat. I'll let those are the ones we've already done. Uh, Christmas Island. Yeah, Christmas Island. What, what page was that? Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Christmas Island is a bridge built just for crabs. For <laughs> 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 fuck's sake, that's one. Of, that's that's the only one of the whole book I pointed out to you before we yeah, started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas pudding, three, five, eight. Yeah. Have we done that one? Do you like Christmas pudding? I like a little bit of it, not I too much. I don't like any of it. I just think it's just no. It's not something I like at all, Christmas pudding, is it? Oh, it's the French one again. Same French one. Oh, is it? Christmas Tree Grower Council of Europe, 141. Yeah. <coughs> Carp soup is a popular Christmas dish in Poland. Mm -hmm. It's good luck to keep the scales in your wallet till the next Christmas. Really? I bet they fucking stink. <laughs> <laughs> it's Poland. <laughs> 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 
The Christmas Tree Grower Council of Europe yeah. hold its Christmas party in June. Do they? Why? Fucking it, it's just Europe. <laughs> um, 77. The winning tree in the annual competition of a British Christmas Tree Growers Association is, is displayed outside number 10 and the runner-up goes inside. Oh, does it? Oh, I didn't know that. It's a pretty nice Christmas tree. That's the winner? Mm, yeah. yeah. Artificial Christmas trees are less environmentally friendly than the real ones unless you use them for more than 20 years. Oh. I've had mine eight, seven, eight years. Okay. I didn't know that. There are 16 people in England with a surname Grinch. Is there? <laughs> oh, that's cracking, isn't it? I like that film. I like the Grinch. There is only one person in the UK called Mr. Baubles. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a clown, doesn't it? Sounds like a serial killer clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's everything for Christmas in the book. Is it? Yeah. Some good facts there. It's really good, that is. Have you got Have you got any other facts? Shall we just do a few random ones? <laughs> I'm just seeing if we got Xmas. No Xmas. They got Xbox. <laughs> X-rays. Let's go to the Xbox one. Okay. Three, three, five, six. Yeah. Let's see what see what we've got to say about Xbox. <coughs> the U.S. Navy uses Xbox controllers to operate periscopes. Oh, do they? That's pretty cool, isn't it? Hmm. Hmm. In 2015, a Southampton to Dublin flight had to turn back after a bee got stuck in the flight instruments. It was a flybee flight. <laughs> was it? Oh no. <laughs> what did they do then? Did they get the bee out? Probably. Yeah, they must have done, wasn't they? Winston Churchill trains his pet budgie to walk up and down his dining room table carrying a salt spoon. Did he? Oh, that's great, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, that's really cool. Oh, I love animal facts. Let's have some animal facts. Okay. We've got four minutes. Yeah, let's have four minutes of animal facts. Okay, I've got some. Animal Kingdom, 411. Yeah. By the standards of the rest of the animal kingdom, human beings should be 200 times as murderous as they are. Really should they? Yeah. That we've done well then, haven't we? <laughs> we've done pretty well. The longest New York City has gone without a murder <coughs> is 12 days. Is it? I read this about London this morning, the longest we've gone last this year without knife crime is 16 days. Is it? Yeah. Fucking hell. A Chewbacca to fence is a lawyer's way of confusing the other side by spouting irrelevant nonsense. Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard Darren Brown talking about that. Yeah. Like it's good for you for like diffusing conf uh, like conflicts. Mm. One, three, two. 
Got less than two minutes. Dogs like reggae. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> oh God, I'll play my dog some Bacmali later. See what he does. Animals and humans prefer music that is closer to their own vocal range. Do they? A mathematical study of 50 years of hit singles concluded that the Beatles had no influence at all on the history of pop music. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Chinese tourists can pay $50,000 to shoot a polar bear in Canada. Oh, what? Oh, that's not on that, isn't Ford has a robot called Robot that simulates a large man sitting on its car seats. <laughs> sea slugs prefer to eat an animal that has just eaten another animal, so they get two meals in one. <laughs> God. The UK's food supply chain means we are only ever nine meals away from empty supermarket shelves. Oh really? That's not good is it for Brexit? <laughs> if we're only nine meals? We've got 20 seconds. Last fact. Last fact, come on. Dinosaurs suffered from dandruff. Oh, did they? <laughs> oh, poor dinosaurs. Well... That's it then, isn't it? Big, Five, sl big three, slap number six. Was two, that? one. Bye bye. This episode of Book Slap was a joint production by Short Lane Studios and Oddly Shaped Hearts. Thank you very much for listening, and see you again on the next episode.